Welcome back to 64, a chess podcast. I'm David, coming at you live from Copenhagen. And being in Copenhagen, I'm very pleased to welcome this week's guest to 64, Martin Eustensen. How are you doing? I got your name right, right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, David. It's uh, it's very fine uh, pronounced, and uh, I can hear you. You're getting the used to the Danish language. Utelsa. Well, yeah, I'm I'm, so, uh, I'm I'm in. So for those of you who are new um, to the show, uh, I am currently in Denmark. I'm originally from New York. I'm here for for research. Yeah, Poska, e astrophysic, physik. Sorry, uh, I'm doing <laughs> astrophysics research in Denmark for a year. Um, and uh, Martin is Danish, and uh, Martin is uh, pretty popular on chess Twitter, uh, at say chess on Twitter, uh, I think, right? Yeah. Yep. So, say chess. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At say chess one, I think it's. Uh, yeah, the, the one. That's yeah. The that's one. what I was forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> at say chess one. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. And uh, Martin is also going to help me get uh, set up um, at some point for the Danish chess tournament systems here, uh, so I can finally get a FIDE rating and, and hopefully you know actually be a little competitive over the board. Um, although until then, we're just going to be recording a nice little podcast episode. So Martin, welcome to the show officially. How are you doing? I'm doing uh, great. I'm just uh, finished uh, a lesson with uh, my coach and uh, now it's just jump over to uh, to this interview so it's like a, a good uh, chess uh, day for me and uh, yeah i'm also playing a, a, a weekly tournament at the moment so yeah we looked at the, this my game from this uh, tuesday which were, which was a, a short bro uh, and against a yeah 1900 rated uh, opponent and yeah i i was a little bit disappointed with uh, not uh, getting more from the, the position I, I had. Um, but uh, yeah, I made a, some kind of calculation mistake and and it just fizzled out. And yeah, a draw was a, a fine result in, in the end position. Now, I have two questions. First of all, um, how, so how many rounds is the tournament and like, you know, how many how many games into the tournament are you? And then uh, second of all, who's your who's your coach? Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a, like uh, it's a weekly tournament, and I can I can skip rounds if I want to uh, if it's not uh, fitting into my schedule. So it's like a very flexible tournament, and it's I think it's fourteen or fifteen rounds in total. Um, so it's a pretty long long uh, tournament, um, and we are into round eight or eight or nine. Um, I can just see here. Uh, um, and it's going pretty good so far um, for me in this tournament. I'm uh, I have um, I have five points uh, after these uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight rounds. So oh, that's pretty five. good. Yeah, I think that, and and my the opponent ratings uh, average is nineteen hundred and forty. So so my performance rating is currently. 2003 um so that's 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 pretty good i've, I've lost only one game against a 2100 rate player oh wow so um, you're probably gonna get some points from this i hope so like uh, yeah um that's definitely looking like it right now so unless i'm going into a a slum in the last part of the tournament it's uh, it's lo- looking positive um so 
Well, guests have, have noted that they have a plus 150 ELO boost whenever they come on the show. So, hopefully that was <laughs> <great>. yeah. <laughs> that, that was yeah. What, what convinced me to come. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, my, my, my coach, I, I just, uh, I, I just, uh, um, just uh, decided to try some uh, some lessons from uh, from a new coach, uh, and it's, uh, it's a young Indian uh, uh, guy uh, uh, called uh, Rakesh uh, Yena, I think. I think it's, I, I don't want to butcher his name, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, it's like a coach on uh, and and moderator on on uh, Lighters. So oh, so you're doing online lessons? Yeah. Uh huh. I see. Cool. Very cool. Um. So uh, yeah, so so I booked some lessons with him and to look at some of the games uh, I played uh, recently. Um, yeah, but just I have found it hard to find uh, like to sit down on my own and 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 look at them uh, with a pen and paper and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, it was like to boost my motivation to look at my games. Uh, right. So yeah, and that that has helped, uh, I think. Um, even though that like everybody talks about, you have to sit like uh, the Jesse Cry method. Maybe you'd sit and for 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 days and look at your games. And yeah, I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't found that courage uh, at the moment. But uh, but yeah. I think it's it's also uh, uh, useful to just get get this uh, second pair of eyes on on, on your games and, and see some new ideas and. And I definitely spot some some weaknesses in my game that I have maybe skipped skipped over mentally uh, that and that I need to work on. Uh, so I, and and that right now I think is uh, is is calculation um, why I I miss some stuff um, during the games, um, which is a bit of a shame. <laughs> because... do, you happen, do you happen to own the um, calculation by uh, Jakob Ogard? I own one of his books, and I actually think it's the calculation book. And and, and I have started on it, and it was just very hard. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. So so I just uh, got uh, I don't got, got very long into it before I just uh, I burned out on it, and uh, yeah. So it, it was I think it was a little bit too hard for me, um, and. Uh, yeah, so I need to find find a good calculation book, uh, and uh, I've also bought bought the like the Kasparian uh, giant book of uh, what, uh, studies. What game one? Two thousand six hundred forty-seven <laughs> engages or whatever. Yeah, uh, two thousand four hundred or something like yeah, that. Yeah, whatever yeah. that number is. Yeah, but that that is also insanely difficult. So um, I need to find something like that's like in the in the middle of the the field. And not not too hard, not too easy. I think that's actually uh, it's a great segue into um, what I really the meat and bones of this podcast, which is uh, you are a, a chess author. And, uh, yes. Yeah, and uh, actually, so from what I read in your your Amazon bio, um, you wrote your first book on blindfold endgame exercises because you couldn't find a good one for like the intermediate to advanced player. Uh, yeah. And so you ended up just saying, you know what, I'm just going to write this book. And um, so, kind of. Uh, first of all, like, why did why exactly did you want to study um, like blindfold endgames specifically? Um, 
like I guess like how does that factor into your game? But more importantly, like um, how how like what is the actual process of writing a chess book in that yeah. way? Yeah, yeah, I think like it was. I'm some. I've been fascinated by this the skill of. Uh, being able to uh, visualize the board in your mi mind's eye and 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 seeing uh, the 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 push positions uh, and talking about chess uh, without having a board a board in front of you and I want to to be better at this and I still uh, haven't arrived like uh, to like the the pro level where you can just uh, uh, and I don't know if I ever get there but like. But that, that was where the inspiration for the book uh, came because I couldn't find uh, find it as, as you say and and then um, I decided to look into it and I, I've listened to some other podcasts about um, like some some of those uh, start your own business podcasts where the where I've heard some people uh, talk about uh, starting a, a publishing business on Amazon and and I thought oh that's that's a possibility, and and I looked into uh, what it would take to 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 make a book, and 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 the first book, a blindfold in-game visualization, uh, is did I I made it in 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 Word, and uh, then yeah, edited uh, all there, and the studies I I found in in uh, study databases and. Uh, some of the games also comes from uh, some some uh, uh, grandmaster master games that I I picked, and and then transformed into blindfold put, uh, puzzles. And then um, since I was uh, unknown uh, uh, as a, a chess author and and I also uh, not a, a title player, I decided to just uh, give give away my book uh, online. Uh, like the PDF version, so uh, so a lot of people signed up for my newsletter, and 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 I shared the process of making the book on on newsletter, and and then uh, sent out the, the PDF before launching the book, and I got a lot of uh, useful feedback from from uh, from from the people who have signed up. Um, so that was very useful, and then, then I edited a lot and changed the uh, changed it and. And, and finally published on on uh, on Amazon. And then you, um, this isn't the only book. You have four books. Uh, you you wrote two. One of them is like a opening yeah. book like thing, and then you have recently done one. And this is um, I'm aware of from the uh, uh, other podcast, the Perpetual Chess Podcast, where they they reviewed it's uh, Capablanca's uh, Chess Fundamentals that you turned from. Uh, like old archaic notation into the uh, algebraic notation. Yeah, yeah, and and that was uh, the the Capablanca book uh, project. Is was like from after I started looking at Amazon, and I saw like there was this this uh, other version of of the book available, uh, and and uh, I thought it didn't look very enticing, and and and. And but I could see that it was selling like a lot of uh, copies, and I thought, why, why not try to to make a, an improved version uh, of this book? Uh, it could be a fun project, and I could, uh, and, uh, meanwhile, also uh, uh, learn from this uh, this classic uh, book, Chess Fundamentals by Capablanca, and and then uh, my brother, who is uh, 
who has a, a PhD in AI, has used OLIF like to, to to write assignments in and you probably also know it from i'm from very your familiar work. with overleaf yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, so i and i didn't know anything of those and like well so i started learning uh, how to use it and it and and it had some chess features where i can insert the diagrams and uh, and i used that for 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 uh, for making uh, the whole book but also a lot of lines <laughs> Um, so it it took some time. Yeah, uh, I can imagine. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, and I had to. It's very powerful, though. Yeah, but even though I upgraded to like uh, a pro membership, uh, I I still had to break the book in two parts because the 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 chess uh, notation diagrams uh, took so much power. Wow. So every time I had to compile it, it just uh, ran for like five minutes and and, and gave an error. So, so I, I had a lot of problems with with that, but I, I think the end result was worth it, and I, I'm very happy to to have made the this uh, this edition of the book. And yeah, for those who haven't heard about this, like my my idea was to make um, a less um, condensed version of the book with more diagrams and 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 uh, also with a with a nice uh, looking cover, uh, and it's like a 100th anniversary year this year so uh, for the the publication of the, the book so I, I thought it was was fitting now did you have any issues um with a publisher when you are you know because I'm, I'm sure somebody has the rights to that book or maybe it's because it's been 100 years it's not such an issue anymore but was there any like you know oh you can't take this we have the rights for for this and you can't uh you can't like take this text or whatnot uh, actually, I'm still uh, just still uh, trying to get it published in uh, Europe and uh, uh, and uh, yeah, outside the US. So actually, it's only published uh, in the US uh, right now. Uh, so and and that's but it, the book is open domain and. So I've written to Amazon again and 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 said that it's it should be open domain also in EU and 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 the rest of the world. Uh, so um, we will see what what the the, the uh, judicial department says. And but it takes some time because right. they they are very thorough. But I can see that on on the, the Amazon uh, Germany uh, they they are selling other versions of the same book. So. I don't think it should be a problem to also publish my book in 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 Europe also. And then you've also you written this book on uh, on Made in Twos, um, Sam Lloyd, a bunch of these yeah. uh, like headachingly difficult, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and my my idea for that book was like uh, the I've I've done the Yusuf of uh, Orange series, and there's a there he picks a lot of those headachingly Hard made uh, two problems, uh, and and I, I had a lot of uh, fun with those, uh, and 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 then uh, and I liked the the puzzles by by Sam Lloyd. Uh, also, from my my blindfold uh, book, there's one of his uh, puzzles uh, problems uh, in, and um, so so I looked up in the the. Um, 
the, the study databases and, and found that, that he had made a lot of uh, nice uh, maiden two problems. And uh, and I thought uh, it would be fun to to make like the 100 uh, best of his uh, maiden two problems. Um, so so that was uh, the idea, and then I I uh, started making the book, uh, and and I made that book in 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 Word as well. Now, um, going forward, so first of all, I'm wondering, um. And also, you. But I should also mention you have this other book with the uh, which is like for openings, right? That's not yeah, really much of a book. It's like more of a journal. Yeah, it's, yeah. I made it. I made a, a template like a, a page uh, for for annotating uh, openings, uh, lines, and, and mistakes, and um, and I thought it was was just a. a an idea to if people want to like sit with a pen, pen, pen uh, and and write down the the games the openings and look at them their mistakes and and I thought it was a fun idea to make like a journal um, and uh, I think the the template came out pretty pretty nicely and uh, uh, but it, it's not uh, it's not my biggest seller but. Uh, I think it's just fun to to make it, and 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 I know uh, some people are enjoying it. Yeah, I've I've seen uh seen a couple of people have bought it and have like made their nice little diagrams and stuff like that. I've seen I've seen some tweets about that over the last year. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who's the so, who's um, the like the target audience for your books? Uh, I think. Um... I think it's uh, like uh, adult improvers uh, like myself um, around 1800 to 2000 maybe higher like uh, rated um, and yeah the, the Capablanca test fundamentals is like uh, it was discussed under the Ben Johnson uh, uh, perpetual test uh, recently and 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 there the audience is a beginner intermediate uh, level uh, I would say uh, but his games are interesting and and he has some some nice uh, nuggets of gold uh, throughout the, the book uh, even though that they are the, the span who it's appealing to is 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 pretty wide mm-hmm. so um, so I m- made the books uh, that because I got the ideas of uh, for for material for myself so. So, so that's that's probably my target audience uh, is uh, people who can identify with uh, my level and uh, looking for materials like that. I see. Yeah. I, um, sounds like it's right about my ballpark. Maybe I maybe I'll purchase one of these books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <yes>, you should. <laughs> yeah. right, now, I sent um, you, you a copy. Yeah. Have you um have you have you thought of maybe uh turning some of these books into like online like chessable things with that toolbox? Yeah, I'm working on on a follow up for 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 the the blindfold in game visualization like for opening. So it's called a blindfold opening visualization. So it's opening puzzles where you get from the first five to Ten uh, moves of a of a game, and then you have, you have to solve the, a puzzle. Um, so that one I I submitted for the the, the chessable uh, course competition. Right, the create uh, your own course one, yeah. Yeah, 
Um, but I'm still not completely sure if it's, it's fitting the format. Um, so I, I'm still a little bit unsure if I want to publish it as a, as a book or, or as a teachable course. Uh, I haven't decided yet. Maybe I will do both. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I, I've gotten a little bit different. Some people think it's uh, it's good on chessboard, and other think it's would be much better on on as a book. So, yeah, not sure. You could always just do both, make more money. <laughs> yeah, but I also want it to be a good experience for people. So I don't want yeah, to publish no, it if it's 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 bugging people. So, so so yeah, and I'm I'm trying to like. It's most important, like it's a, it's a it's a good reading experience. Yeah, yeah, and chess chessball is interesting too. I mean, I've I've always I've had people from chessball on my podcast before. I love chessable. I mm. I do find it. You know, I I feel like uh, they really. I, you you have a good point. I me personally, I'm not exactly sure how good a, a blindfold book would be on chessable. When it, you know, I've actually tried to make some courses and some repertoires for myself, and it it does seem like the, all the functionality really is around that big board in the middle when you're learning. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is there a blindfold mode on, uh, on chessable? There, there, there isn't. So it's like, so like the, the idea is like, I think the, the, the point of, uh, of making it available on chessable would be like, you could then jump. Like if, is, if the puzzle is too hard for you, then you could jump, uh, two, two moves, four moves ahead in the puzzle and, and still try to solve it. Right. Uh, yeah. So you can like moderate the, the difficulties uh, of the book uh, to your level. Um, so that, that would be the, the, the plus from, 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 from my perspective. Uh, and because you can't really do the, the repetition so much, uh, that doesn't make so much sense in this regard. Yeah, so, the space repetition. Yeah, but I yeah, also think but, uh, yeah. you don't have to turn it on, um, do you? For the for the courses? No, you can you can make it like a tactic course, and right. you don't have to. So I think they some so they they offer also like tactic books, like where you don't have to like where this is isn't the focus. So I think they're trying to widen their repertoire. Right. Um, but uh, recently I've used Chessable for like my own uh, small opening books. Uh, so just for myself, like where, where I've made small courses up to move 10 uh, in, uh, in, in different uh, opening lines. And, and I, I find that quite useful because some of the, the courses uh, are very deep uh, and, and I found it like I can't remember uh, past move. 20 uh, and i don't see it uh, either online so yeah uh, so i've decided to like make a cutoff point around move 10 and then uh, create these uh, these uh, mini courses for myself and i think it's uh, it's pretty good for me uh, and and make it more digestible yeah there's one i'm, I'm i have this exchange where lopez because i play the exchange where lopez and and there's this one line in one of the books that goes up to move 31 or i think and it's like oh this is a stand this is a standard end game position and I'm, i've never gotten that once i've never gotten <laughs> that line close to yeah i actually Get it all I, yeah yeah no i i mean i've been using uh i i've been using chessable i had this uh the french i always felt like i just i hate playing the french 
And so I've decided, uh, actually, I don't know if I've told the story yet on the, on the podcast. So it was, uh, um, Geert Vanneveld, who I had on the, on the show back in July is amazing, amazing guest. You guys should check that episode. It's like one, one of my favorites ever done, but he, uh, yeah. there was this Magnus tour and Shaq Mavidyarov, he played like two B3 or three B3 against, uh, you know, in, the, in this tour final. And so then, uh, Geert like tweeted at him and said like, welcome to the three, welcome to the B3 cowboy family. And <laughs> And he kind of like roasted me on Twitter the week before for because um, I would not play one B three. I play two B three against the Caro and the French. I play like this uh, weird like uh, Oiva attack or or it's called like the Horvitz attack against the French. Yeah. And then uh, who else but Baskaran Ariban actually sees my my tweet that I make as a joke, and he's like, <laughs> "You shouldn't be playing two B three against the French because of this line." But that's like in my prep. This like I have this like gambit line that I that I've had a lot of success with actually. Okay. Um, but I've been I yeah, use uh, chessable for all of that, like to make my own. Okay. And it, it's great. Like it's completely free. Like uh, yeah. it's like the same functionality you'd get out of like uh, out of like chess base basically, except the UI looks a bit nicer. And I would maybe do it on Lee Chess, except with Lee Chess you can't really structure it for the each individual lines like you can so now i have this mini rep repertoire thing that i can always check I, I really should be adding more to it like there's a lot more i need to add there are a lot of lines i need to add but i'm like too busy yeah but it, <laughs> it's, it's still like I, I know enough about these systems now that i can just go out on, on like the rapid uh, chess.com like universe and just kind of play and mess around so that's that's been pretty fun yeah yeah i played the french and i don't think i've uh seen the that system you described uh, we know what we got to do because we're both in copenhagen so we got to meet and play <laughs> over the board you should i will yeah. show you this thing it's crazy yeah yeah let's do that yeah <laughs> i'm serious this it would be fun you know uh, a little 64 podcast uh meetup um, yeah the thing there's some uh, some uh, chess outside boards uh, somewhere in copenhagen i haven't, haven't uh, checked them out yet myself but uh, i've seen it there uh, some uh, there's a there's a group on uh, Facebook where they they meet up sometimes. Yeah, I saw that group actually. And then I also there's this uh, there's this bastard cafe in Copenhagen too, right, with all the board games. And I was I've yeah, been there. that's a great place. Yeah, I've been there twice. Uh, I was there recently with some some friends that I made here, and uh, I saw like people playing chess there. So like the chess boards okay. are free. Um, yeah. And I was just looking at their positions, and I was like, you know, because they, they seem like whether well, they're beginners or whatever, and I was just like looking. But I didn't want to be like too, you know, like, oh, what are you doing? But I was just looking yeah. at the games from afar, and I was like, damn, like I wish I had a friend here to play chess with over the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've noticed like recently when you when I passed through public transport and like a lot of people are actually playing chess on them their mobile and compared to what I've seen before. So like it seems like the 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 COVID. The, uh pandemic has uh, has has uh, pushed some people uh, playing playing chess so that's that's a positive and and denmark actually has a very rich history of, of chess playing aaron nimzovich was yeah. a danish chess player basically he he moved to he moved there um, yeah he's, he's buried in uh, he has a there's i think it's in a great graveyard in copenhagen actually uh, if i'm not mistaken but uh yeah, and we have uh, then uh, Ben Blasen, of course. Uh, right, legend. Yeah, <laughs> one of he's one of my favorite players ever. I've talked about this on the podcast before. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. 
And, and if you ask uh, older Danish play, uh, chess players, they always have a, a, a story about Ben Larsen and uh, a Simon they have played against him or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's a Magnus's coach like too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, yeah, a very strong player indeed. So. But but the, the, the Danish uh, chess population is uh, I think is 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 aging compared to other countries. So like we have a lot of old chess players. So we need uh, some some younger players, uh, new generations. So yeah, we have uh, Jonas Bjerre who is uh, uh, is playing in the Grand Swiss. I think. Uh, so yeah, I saw that. He's the only yeah. Dane playing in the Grand Swiss, though. I think. Yeah. So he's he's our uh, big hope for the future. Yeah, he's still quite young. Yeah, he's yeah. uh, he's uh, I, I can't remember how old exactly, but he's uh, he's in his teens, I, rem- I think. Now, do you follow? Do you follow like uh, over the board chess tournaments like that? Like, will you be following the Grand Swiss because it's it's going to be like next week, basically in a couple of yeah next week. Well, yeah, I I I I, I don't have time so much to to mm-hmm. like sit and watch the games, but I I follow uh, whenever I have time. Just uh, I follow the the big uh, over the board tournaments. I I haven't. I've a little bit burned out of 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 the on the um, of the online tournaments uh, because there've been so many and some of them are just look they 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 are the same and yeah it, it's it, it I lost interest in, in them uh, so I I'm more intended inclined to follow the the over the board tournaments I I I definitely agree with you there and by the way, on the last uh, on the chess tour final, when they were like, you know, yelling at uh, everybody about NFTs, the guy who was talking about <laughs> NFTs on the on the official broadcast for Chess Twenty Four, he was a Danish too. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 he's. That's also the guy who has uh, been behind the group uh, organizing uh, street chess in in Copenhagen. That's so funny! Uh, wow, what a small world. Yeah, and he, he made uh, also like some uh, some some quite funny chess videos like where they're driving around in a tank and uh, and 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 talking about the chess games and stuff like that yeah, <laughs> yeah you got what it called outrage outrage chess of outrage yeah i can't remember their name but they they have i can find it for you so you can plug yeah. it in <laughs> uh, yeah i'll put notes. it in the i'll put it in the i'll put it in the the description yeah, do that. You know, with Magnus, who's Norwegian, I mean, you know, there's a history with Denmark and Norway always being like, you know, kind of buddies and in the same kingdom at one point. Like, how do Danish players, is there like some kind of uh, like Scandinavian kindred about Magnus or is it very much just like, uh, you know, oh, whatever, Norway? I think, I think, uh, like, I think the, the, the Danish people in, in general is a, a, little, a little bit proud of uh, Magnus. Uh, but I don't think anybody wants to admit it. Uh, so we are. <laughs> so I think every time there's like there's news in Denmark about Magnus, and and uh, there's a general interest uh, about his uh, his his uh, career. But it's it's nowhere near what the hype is in in Norway, of course. But uh, we are following him, and 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 I think most of the Danish chess players are are rooting for him. Yeah, actually, I think for the World Chess Championship, I'm, I think I'm going to be going to this uh, the Good Night at uh, Oslo. 
I'm gonna oh, cool. I'm gonna try to go <laughs> go for a little extended weekend in Oslo to to watch the games there and and uh, maybe meet some people. So if you're gonna be in Oslo for the World Chess Championship by any chance, you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> can do a little 64 podcast meetup. I'll, I'll make sure to plug that on Twitter and all that. But yeah, that's um, I do I want I want to see what all the hype is about in Norway. That's uh, yeah. It's not that hard to get. That you know, you go to Nordhavn and take a little ferry. I've heard it's uh, what a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good good trip. Yeah. It's been nice. I mean, I, 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 um, the only thing I really need to do chess wise. Well, first of all, I'm terrible over the board. I mean, people who listen to the podcast know that I've had, uh, you know, I'm, I, I hit that. I crossed like 2000 chess.com rating recently on rapid. So, uh, I was very proud of that, but, um, yeah. I, uh, over the board, probably my ELO is like half of that. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I don't know what it is. So I, I need a lot of training over the board, but that's why I want to play here. I want to just get a lot of, uh, you know, play some really strong players. We were just looking at this one tournament that's going to be in a couple of days, and they're like GMs and stuff. And I would just get destroyed for like a hundred dollars entry. Um, <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to join this tournament. It would be. Uh, you think I should join? Yeah, yeah definitely. I think uh, you, if you have 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 the time to to to, to play it, uh, I think you should. Uh, oh no, no! Next it. week I have the time. I mean, I see that even the games on the weekday that are at like two. But I could still just bike and like go there for whatever the, the the time format, and then just go finish my work at home. I could definitely do yeah. that; won't be an issue. Because I mean, so, uh, I think the thing, uh, and and it's a it's a, it's a nice club uh, to play the the games in, and in it's good uh, good atmosphere, and yeah. So I think uh, def- definitely do that. And uh, I don't know, have you signed up for the 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 the, the team uh, tournament in in Denmark? I haven't signed up for for anything. I, I I don't know really any how how the work how anything works and uh, I, I, it's uh, it's a tough language. <laughs> yeah. I I think it's about now that uh, the teams are being uh, compiled uh, because they, in my club uh, in Holbæk uh, they just asked uh, for for who wants to play in which teams and uh, yeah I've I've joined the the reserve list so because it's a little bit of a big commitment to play. Um, it's right. uh, the games are on on Sunday, so at twelve. So it's a li- in the middle of a family time. Right, so so for me, it's a little bit hard to to commit for. Uh, but uh, it's fun to play, and in 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 Copenhagen area, there's like a great meetup before the last round in uh, in Bellorf, where where all the clubs meet for the last round and 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 uh, and play against each other for the oh, nice. matchup that's for the last round and that's that's a fun fun day um so yeah you, you have to be do... a member for the club though don't you yeah you have to be a member in 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 the club you're playing for so uh, so you have to 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 join join a club overall like what do you think about like danish chess culture like is it relaxed? Is it is it is it more? Do you like kind of see the same faces? Because I know like being in New York, for example, um, there isn't the same kind of culture in Europe and like you know the kind of the leagues and the the clubs playing the clubs. As far as I'm aware of, I mean, I, I haven't never seen. And you know, if somebody goes to the Marshall Chess Club, you can correct me, but I haven't really seen too much like uh, rivalry. Maybe back when there were more clubs in the city, there was something like that. But it's it's very much just kind of like you play tournaments in your club against the same kind of faces. Whereas it seems like you know, no matter what your strength is, you can kind of find games competitively against somebody in Denmark. Yeah, I think as, uh, there's uh, good opportunities uh, for like uh, 
the the the, the broader range uh, uh, whereas the like if you're getting a bit past 2100 maybe it's a little bit hard to find uh, harder to find the uh, like club tournaments where that's uh, it's a tough competition but but um, there's a lot of tournaments where you can join come and play in other clubs and there's also I played in in I think four or five different clubs in Denmark and and the, the atmosphere is is different from each club to each uh, and some clubs are more like based on social uh, and where you can sit and have a beer while you play and stuff like that and other other clubs is like Shh, you need to keep quiet uh, at all all means and and uh, so it's is the vibe it can be different. So where does this uh, Ustero uh, club where I'm going to be playing probably where does that fit on that spectrum? I would say like my I haven't been a member but uh, but from, from the tournaments I played there it's like they have I, I would say they tend to be like a, a, a serious club but they also have uh, room for the social uh, element. Uh, That's good. Yeah. Good atmosphere there. And, and they also have like focus on on on, on the young players uh, and and train for them and as well. So yeah, I think I think it would be a good club for you to join. Man, yeah. Now you're making me you're making me really hungry to to open up my. I haven't like done my over the board training in like a couple of weeks. I've been so busy, but <laughs> man, yeah. So so yeah, I think it, like the Danish uh, club culture is uh, like. I think it's uh, yeah as as you described uh, the American is, is definitely different than uh, because yeah there's also clubs meeting once a, a year to play like against each other in matches and um, and then there's this uh, this uh, this league where you the, the clubs compete against each other and 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 like like the Bundesliga in Germany that's like the same. Yeah, that's more my cup of tea. I think honestly, I would love to do that. So I think I think I just got to pay this this club membership and, and dive in. Yeah, that seems a lot more like my my uh, my cup. Because also then I I mean you're not playing necessarily in your own club every week, right? Because if you're playing against other clubs, it's like you got to go meet. Yeah, so that's that's a little bit of travel. Uh, uh, but I need the... that because I'm I'm gonna I'm not here forever, so I I want to see yeah. more of the country. So I think that would yeah. be a. Then it's yeah. perfect. Yeah, it sounds great <laughs> to me. Do you know when this? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to be. I will be bothering you a little bit about. Uh, <laughs> about yeah, uh, registering. Yeah, because I mean, I, I actually, I actually, I have a pretty uh, easy time reading Danish. Actually, uh, I've I've That's I've read crazy. enough Danish. Yeah, I can I can read and yeah, I can fosso uh, dansk. You know, yeah, I can understand some Danish on on when it's okay. Already. Yeah, uh, but it's speaking is a lot harder, and I also think yeah. like when it's a lot of words, it's a very hard for me. It's almost like a dyslexia in a way because like, <laughs> like it's, a, it's a new language. Like words will just blur together, and and I won't like, yeah. So I I, I may need your help or someone else's help, or maybe my my housemate. Sure. Shout out Jack. But, uh, yeah, but the, the Danish is a is a difficult uh, language uh, to learn, uh, uh, and uh, so uh, yeah, I think you're you uh, as you you describe you're doing uh, pretty pretty well. So, but uh, I will help you get going with the tournaments. Yeah, sure. thank you. Yeah, I, I I'm still waiting on my uh, I'm 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 still waiting on on some some last uh, bits and pieces like finalizing my bank account and stuff. But uh, but yeah, it's. 
I don't know, man. It's it's good to be here. It's a good country. Yeah, and you, you got a, a nice uh, housing also. Uh, I could see. Uh, <laughs> for, yeah, it's for not bad. Yeah, I got this little. <laughs> I got this. The best part is uh, you guys can't see it, but I have this little this roof because we're on the roof, so we have this little slanted window. And if you look out the slanted window, you could see the whole courtyard of the apartment building. So it's pretty nice. Oh. And we're we're in Ustabro, so it's uh, it's a pretty convenient location. Yeah. Um, to get around everywhere, like I I can I can bike to DTU where I where I work, um, but I can also like take the train into town. So it's a good neighborhood. It's a really good neighborhood. Uh, Great. I'm still learning a lot about like how you know how the country operates and stuff and i'm still so, always finding these new things but it's it's been great anyway to be here yeah and it should be a, like a, what I, I can understand is uh, that denmark is a a, a, a more opened up uh, in regards to, uh, to oh my to god it's so much better in uh, compared to, to the u.s uh, chess scene so so i think it should be <laughs> should be possible to play yeah yeah we hey. are back to handshakes in denmark so <laughs> great I mean, even compared to Europe, I've met some, I've met some, some, uh, some like people here from American colleges, um, who have been traveling around Europe and like, you know, when they're in Denmark, they're just chilling, smiling, you know, shaking hands, hugging people. And you're, you're they're in Europe and you see like, they're back with the masks on the trains and stuff like that, you know, in the restaurants, yeah. it's crazy. It's really crazy yeah. that Denmark is doing this, uh, this well, I hope it stays that way. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I hope so too. Like, but the. It's 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 also been like a big mental shift to just go from uh, from this uh, lockdown to like uh, now we just uh, like now it's just the past here in Denmark actually right. so it's like you, everything is almost back to normal so yeah it's you just have to be like mentally also ready to like uh, <laughs> to 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 join the society again. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I for me it was especially crazy because I had basically I went to San Francisco a couple of days before I came to Denmark, and San Francisco even like in America was like the they had the most stringent like masking and all those kinds of rules, and of course I abided by all that stuff. But then I come mm. to Denmark a few weeks later, uh, not a few weeks, a few days later, and it's like yeah. uh, no masks anywhere, and <laughs> I wasn't used to that, and it just felt weird. Like it was like a whole like. Uh, like a whole yeah. psychological mindset that needs to change and now i feel so like liberated and like i know i'm going to be going home at some point um <laughs> and then, like like in the next couple of weeks like to visit family or whatever and i'm like okay what's yeah. it going to be like i mean i'm going to have to like completely like uh shut my brain down for a week basically and go back to the days yeah. kind of weird yeah i can imagine well, uh, I want, do want to end off this podcast with uh, with the sponsored segment um, because, of course, uh, 64 Chess Podcast is sponsored by Aim Chess, which is a uh, app uh, which was recently acquired by the Play Magnus Group. Uh, shout out Magnus Carlson. Uh, you can use code David30 to get uh, 30% off of your first month with Aim Chess. But yeah, uh, we are sponsored by Aim Chess, and this section is uh, this is Instant Insights sponsored by Aim Chess. Yeah, and uh, I, I do say Aim Chess. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. You use Aim Chess. Uh, yeah, Aim Chess is fantastic. I've recently been using it to actually uh, fix some some mistakes in my openings because they have that to train the openings. Uh, if you make a bad move, I found that there's some Scandinavian lines where I kind of play up suboptimal moves, and I've learned what those main moves are just through the Aim Chess uh, trainer, which is pretty cool that you can do yeah. that. Um, I mean, also sometimes it'll tell you like uh, if you want to play the French defense, it'll be like. E6 was a mistake. Play E5, which is pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but you could just it's a rough those. start. Yeah, rough start. It's a rough start. I don't want to. I don't want to undermine my my sponsor, but it's just pretty. Uh, we, we don't want uh, too many to yeah. play the French defense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that we that's a, that's a select few. Play the Carl Khan like yeah. me and avoid uh, all the the suffering of the French. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, on that note, um, are you ready to be thrown into the instant insights? We're gonna learn a little bit about you. Let's let's try it. Let's do it. Okay. So just uh, I'm gonna just ask you some kind of rapid fire questions. Feel free to explain yourself for any of these. But we'll get right into it. So question one: Knight or bishop? Uh, I would say uh, bishop, but uh, I, I tend to to give them away for knights uh, sometimes. Uh, so uh, I I would like to say a, a bishop, but uh, yeah, bishop. Bishop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, question two: Magnus Carlsen or Jan Nepomniachtchi next month? Who are you taking? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit uh, torn because I, I think that, like, a sense like uh, Magnus is like maybe a little bit. Uh, Thinking about retirement, and, and maybe it's just uh, uh, smoke. For, uh, but uh, I feel like it's like he has some serious thoughts about uh, maybe retiring or something like that, or if the format is wrong and something like that. Like that, and it's just uh, maybe that's uh, a chance for Nepo if he he get a, a quick win and and then they can, it can throw Magnus off but uh but I think uh, I think uh, I still think Magnus will will win this but uh, I I won't be totally surprised if uh, Nepo makes an upset yeah no Nepo's Nepo's is uh is the most interesting opponent he's ever faced and I also I we've never seen uh I mean, I just think yeah so so are you you're still are you going to be rooting for Nepo no, I, I would be rooting for for Magnus. <laughs> I was gonna say because um, nobody has picked Nepo yet. I, okay, I've done yeah. this like five times, and because yeah. I know people have been arguing about how much is Nepo uh, an underdog, and uh, I would venture to say that it, it probably is more so of an underdog than the other guys that um, Magnus has faced. With the caveat that I do agree with you, I think if if Nepo does get an early win in the I think that it's going to be a lot harder for him to bounce back than it would have been against a Karyakin or yeah. yeah, I think, and I think that would be uh what a narrative. I mean, if, if Magnus loses the world championship title, I mean, that would really, cause you know, I, I read some article on chess.com, some blog posts about how people are always complaining about, you know, too many draws in chess or whatever. But imagine if, if, if Magnus gets upset as a world chess champion, then I mean, all that stuff uh, <laughs> that, that will require, uh, a win in the classical time game format, which would yeah. just say that, you know, you can still beat people in classical. So I yeah, think that's yeah, a good yeah. reason to root for Nepo. And if you want to just root for a good story. Um, yeah, it would be interesting to see what kind of openings they will play. Uh, I'm uh, really curious. I mean, also, yeah. we, I, we know now that Anish Giri and David Howell have helped Magnus with this prep to some extent. Um, yeah. That's actually interesting that Anish... I do remember Anish on Twitter last year got into some argument with some people in Magnus's team. They kind of made some, they were kind of trolling him a little too hard. I, it, it was it was very strange. I don't remember the details, but it's uh, it's interesting that they're working together. Because I okay. would have, uh, I don't know, Anish did so well in the candidates in that second half that you you would have imagined that he maybe uh, 
he still has aspirations to be i mean i don't know if he's a fully a magnus a second in the same way but uh i or if he's just helping with blitz or staying sharp but i do think it's kind of interesting yeah, but maybe it's also like the the, the seconds also get a, a benefit out of it. They get an insight of uh, of uh, how it is to play, uh, right. be close to a world uh, world championship match, and and if uh, and each wants to to play that at some point, uh, then it's it's a great way to prepare uh, for what's coming. So I think it, it makes a lot of sense. And uh, and Ben Johnson also he he had a, a theory too that Wesley So is somebody second. He doesn't know who. But he said because he's the, the guy's not playing in the Riga Grand Swiss when all these other top yeah. players are, so he thinks that maybe after playing this U.S. Championship that he's they, they're yeah, helping, they're helping that, somebody. Yeah, it was an interesting uh, theory, theory. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, but this is what I this is I've talked about this already on so many. But this is the kind of drama and and like that kind yeah. of that, that kind of <laughs> tactics of the teams. I mean, I I love reading about that stuff. I love learning about that stuff. So that's yeah. I'm really interesting. I I'm really really interested to see because you know like when the when the last championship. I mean the the Sveshnikov was like everywhere online when magnus is playing it i mean you really see like the it's like the, the fashion week of yeah of i also like, try to learn it <laughs> yeah it's like it, you do they just uh whatever they're and yeah and it's going to be repeating the same opening so i'm really curious i mean hopefully we don't just get 12 games in berlin and then uh some rapid tie break i would hate that but yeah. um let's not be, hope that yeah uh next question what's uh your favorite place where you've played chess oh that's I haven't played any. It doesn't have to be like a tournament game. or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like. A... Oh, hmm. I think. Uh, and then it must be like uh, there was a nice outdoor uh, set in a holiday in in, uh, in France with my family, and I played against my kids in this giant chess set. And uh, um, that's nice. Yeah, and then then there was some other people come, and then I played together with my kids against uh, uh, this. Uh, this I think he was like ten years old, and uh, <laughs> and I whispered some hints to my kids, and uh, and they, they they won. So nice. yeah, it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> and they were extremely heavy. Are, are your kids interested in chess at all? Or are they? And no, they 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 had some some uh, they had some fun with it on the, the Magnus app, where they the Magnus Kingdom app at some mm -hmm. point, but. Uh, like my, my my son is is obsessed with football, so like it it's it's hard to change his mind. Yeah, uh, and um, yeah, and I my 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 daughter uh, she's uh, my my oldest daughter she's um, seven and she hasn't she hasn't shown any interest yet, but I have tried. But yeah, we will see if it comes, and uh, I don't want to push it. Uh, of course. To, to the... <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll see. Next question: uh, Who's your favorite chess player of all time? Oh, let's see. Uh, I I like uh, I like uh, Akiva Rubinstein and uh, Capablanca, um, and I also yeah. I, but I think I will go with uh, Bobby Fischer. Uh, Mainly also because uh, like his his whole his life stories uh, was has been quite interesting for, yeah. for me to, to to read about and and uh, like this 
yeah, it, the, the, his whole story is interesting, I think. Um, so, and his games are also inspiring. Um, so, um, I think even even though he, he crushed he, he crushed Ben Larson though. Yeah, six six zero. So no no ill will. No no not yeah. not for that one. <laughs> And 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 I think like uh, he's the player I've, I've uh, used the, the most time uh, studying. Uh, yeah, I, I bought the Carsten Müller, uh, Bobby Fischer book with all his games in it, and I I, I came pretty long in it. This, but I skipped a few games. But uh, it's also a really really big book. But right. Uh, and you said you like Rubinstein. You should also. I don't know if you've looked at this positional decision making in chess by Gelfand, but. It's basically, yeah, exactly. yeah it's amazing. I, I, I've learned so much about Rubenstein. He was very ahead of his time. Pretty cool. Yeah, and it was, I think also from reading that book, I really got into like uh, his, uh, liking his games and uh, his, I think I also can, I like this way of playing like where you get a positional uh, advantage and, yeah. and then win the pawn and, and promote to, to queen and something like that. It's, that's more how my games goes compared to like a furious uh, mating attack. Uh, yeah, I'm going the same way. Well, um, I have only a few more questions for you. First of all, um, what's the most memorable tournament that you've ever played? <clears throat> uh, let's see. I'm, I'm mainly I've played this uh, like. Um, like, like weekly club tournaments because of right. uh, my family uh, obligations. So uh, I played a few like weekend uh, tournaments, um, and one of them was like in uh, in your neighbor club in Uborn New Year uh, tournament, and that was quite uh, an experience where I I was quite I was quite uh, I. I, I wasn't so experienced back then, and uh, it was an interesting tournament. And they, they played uh, between uh, Christmas and New Year's. And uh, after the tournament, it was like uh, people just uh, stayed. And uh, I think it it, it ended uh, New Year's uh, Eve, the, the day on New Year's Eve. And I think some people just got uh, stayed and play chess <laughs> so uh, yeah it was, it was a fun tournament to play in. Mm -hmm. um, next question uh, what's the favorite game that you've ever played uh, I think one game I remember like was when I the first time I, I won against a 2000 feeder rated player uh, where I I arrived uh, half an hour late to the game uh, because <laughs> I had to uh, get my youngest uh, child to, to sleep and uh, she wouldn't go to sleep. And uh, so when she finally uh, uh, slept and then I just rushed to my car and drove to this uh, the place for the, for the game and and, 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 and I arrived just in time. That's, I, I, you forfeit if you arrive like, 30 minutes late so i was just like i think i had three minutes or something like mm -hmm. that before i would have been forfeited and then um, yeah then i i played the uh my my, my usual uh, london system uh, pretty quickly and got a, a really good ex uh, position and, and 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 made and managed to win <laughs> yeah imagine imagine your opponent showing up 30 minutes late playing the london outplaying you and then winning 
I'd be furious. Yeah. It's a rough night. Yeah, it would be a tough night. It'd be a really tough night. Yeah. yeah. Um, two more questions. First of all, um, what's your favorite game that somebody else has played? Uh, yeah, um, I like that this uh, Rubenstein game against uh, Selva, where he he plays against a backwards pawn and plays rook f2 and like uh, untangle his pieces in this uh, untraditional way and get a get a a winning uh, uh, game in this uh, really nice way positional chess. Um, I like that game, um, but but I, I have a hard time like remembering specific uh, chess games uh, with the, the names and dates. Uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. It's more like bits and pieces I remember, and sometimes I say, oh, I've seen this before, but I can't remember uh, the names of the players. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah. Last question. Hopefully, this one will be a little easier. But um, what's your your favorite opening? <laughs> I think uh, I will pick the the, the French defense. Um, I, I think I, I I've uh, played it a long time now and and I know it uh, really well. The only thing I don't like about it is is uh, playing the exchange variation. But I've I've come around to to uh, finding that it's playable and and it's not not a big problem uh, mm -hmm. for for blacks. So. So uh, and and all, all the other variations give some uh, very interesting games. So I like the French defense. Yeah, actually, like about the exchange French uh, with white, um, that was the other thing I was considering against the French. But I was like, do I really hate myself this much that I'm gonna you know play this extremely dull? I mean, you can do it, but it, I was just like, you gotta play something more interesting. Symmetrical yeah. pawn structure, all the pieces come off by like move twenty. I mean, I was like, come on, we can do so much better than this, you know? Yeah, I I played I played the um, like a weekend tournament uh, some weeks ago, and, and then I got uh, this uh, exchange uh, friends, and my opponent he had uh, he had prepped this with his uh, he had a code international master coach where he had uh, prepped it before the game, so I was just diving into. Uh, <laughs> So his preparation, and I think he had looked at my games uh, online, definitely. So, and I was, uh, I think I was minus four or five in that game, and and then I managed, anyways, to 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 uh, to, to win it. Uh, wow! <laughs> with, a, with a nice attack uh, in the end. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was like a, a, a position where where he castled the. Uh, short and I then decided to cast long and, and he got a really uh, dangerous uh, uh, attack against my my my, my king uh, so yeah should have lost that game no such thing it's all about the end result <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well uh, Martin I, I don't know what to tell you this is I haven't played that much chess this week at all I've been I've been pretty busy and also kind of taken a, I, I submitted a, a paper to a journal um, on Monday so I've been kind of relaxing cool. and trying to not do any hard work or because I know chess is a lot of hard work, but yeah. uh, this this interview has got to be fire really fired up uh, out of nowhere to to do some to do some chess really fired I'm up. I wanna, yeah, I want to. I want to like. I want to do like four hours of chess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah we'll, you, uh, you... 
we will talk about about uh, some over the board. Uh... Yeah, I, w- I would check up on you uh, uh, in a couple of days here if you have uh, submitted your uh, for the tournament and and the club, so you can uh, get get there to play some uh, some uh, over the board chess in Denmark. Yeah, no, this this week actually I'm realizing is is, is pretty difficult because I have a I have a fellowship application due next Friday. I don't know if. I should be spending uh, three hours a day on uh, in a chess club, uh, <laughs> maybe even more. But I, so I, I'm I'm gonna think about that real hard tomorrow. I'll let you know. But I I, yeah. I will register for this club. I, I mostly I want to play in this this team, this this league. Yeah. I think it's that would idea. be really amazing. I don't know when it starts. So if you wanna if you wanna help me with that, I think I'll... it's a, I think it's a next month. Uh, next already. month. So, oh, so yeah. I got time. I got time. Yeah, but you have to be on the team roster beforehand. So. Yeah, I don't know. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll maybe next Monday I'll, I'll, I'll give a little, I'll call to the the club and and explain the situation. Yeah. yeah. Do that. Yeah. In any case, um, where can we find you? Uh, you want to just plug your socials and and. Yeah, you can find me at uh, at Twitter on on CHS, uh, one, uh, and 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 on my Twitter profile you can also sign up for my uh, my newsletter on uh, on Substack. review. Yeah. Uh, actually, I, I, I switched from Substack to Review. Oh, interesting. Uh, because I, I thought that there was um, uh, Review have been bought by Twitter, and then, then they made this uh, integrating the newsletter oh, on, on Twitter. Interesting. So I thought that maybe since I use Twitter so much, it made sense I use the, the newsletter function for, uh, for, for Twitter. So, mm-hmm. so I switched to those. And uh, then you can sign up directly on my 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 Twitter profile for my newsletter. Well, there so, you have it, folks. At SayChess1 on Twitter. Martin, uh, thanks so much for coming on the, sh- on the show. You can buy Martin's books on Amazon. Um, you can uh, subscribe to the podcast uh, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, follow me on Twitter at 64podcast if you're new. Um, to the show. Uh, I want to really thank you for checking us out. Um, Martin Visnakas, right? Visnakas, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, uh, yeah, well, hopefully we'll talk soon. Maybe get some over the board action in Copenhagen. That would be great. Um, yeah, so we'll yeah, and uh, thanks everybody for listening, and I'll see you next week. Take it easy.